Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, March 8th. U.S. equities finished mixed following yesterday's route as investors digested a second day of testimony from Fed Chair Jerome Powell. The chairman remained hawkish in his commentary, where he suggested rates may need to accelerate more than initially expected and may need to stay higher for longer than originally anticipated. Adding to the uncertainty, the afternoon release of the Fed's beige book showed little change from the last installment. Treasury yields were mixed, with the yield curve inversion worsening, and the U.S. dollar was flat after yesterday's rally, while crude oil prices were lower and gold was little changed in choppy action. News on the equity front was light, as CrowdStrike topped quarterly earnings estimates and offered upbeat guidance, while UPS reiterated its full-year outlook. The economic calendar was tilted towards labor data, as job openings dipped but remained elevated, and ADP's private sector employment report bested forecasts ahead of Friday's key non-farm payroll release. Elsewhere, mortgage applications snapped a three-week losing streak, and the trade deficit came in slightly smaller than projected. Asia finished mixed, and Europe also diverged, as the global markets processed the testimony from Fed Chairman Powell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 58 points, or 0.2%, to 32,798, while the S&P 500 Index inched 6 points, or 0.1% higher, to 3,992, and the Nasdaq Composite gained 46 points, or 0.4%, to 11,576. In moderate volume, 3.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil fell $0.92 to $76.66 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price lost $0.70 to $1,819.30 per ounce, and the dollar index was flat at 105.64. In equity news on Wednesday, CrowdStrike Holdings Incorporated, ticker symbol CRWD, posted adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of 47 cents, above the 43 cent fact set estimate, as revenues rose 47.9% year over year to $637.4 million, topping the street's forecast of $625 million. The cybersecurity company said it saw record net new annual recurring revenue and record net new subscription customers. CrowdStrike issued a first quarter and full year earnings per share and revenue guidance that beat expectations. Shares traded higher, but well off the best levels of the day. United Parcel Services Incorporated, ticker symbol UPS, reiterated its 2023 guidance for revenue operating margin, capital expenditure, and free cash flow. UPS was modestly higher in choppy trading. The stock markets have been volatile in recent weeks, but the S&P 500 is holding on to a gain to start 2023 as investors grapple with how much more aggressive the Fed will be to combat persistent inflation and what the ultimate impact will be on the economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled Caveat Emptor, Important Market Shifts Underway, 
how, given the topsy-turvy nature of the markets thus far in 2023, it remains crucial for investors to know what they are buying, especially as it relates to growth, value, and quality. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the ADP Employment Change Report showed private sector payrolls rose by 242,000 jobs in February, above the Bloomberg forecast calling for a 200,000 gain, while the prior month's figure was upwardly revised to a 119,000 increase. The report, which does not include government hiring and firing, comes ahead of Friday's broader February non-farm payroll release, expected to show headline employment rose by 224,000 and private sector job growth both increased 215,000. The unemployment rate is forecasted to remain at 3.4% and average hourly earnings are projected to rise 0.3% month over month and be up 4.7% year over year. In other employment news, the Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, a measure of unmet demand for labor, declined to 10.82 million jobs available to be filled in January, above estimates of 10.55 million and versus December's upwardly revised level of 11.23 million. The report showed the hiring rate was 4.1%, up from December's 4% level, and total separations, includes quits, layoffs, discharges, and other separations, remained at December's 3.8% rate. The quit rate for January dipped to 2.5% from the prior month's 2.6% pace. The MBA Mortgage Application Index rose 7.4% last week, following the prior week's 5.9% decrease. The index snapped a string of three straight weekly declines as a 9.4% gain in the refinance index was accompanied by a 6.6% increase for the purchase index. The rise came even as the average 30-year mortgage rate rose 8 basis points to 6.79% and is up 270 basis points versus a year ago. The trade balance showed that the January deficit widened by a smaller amount than expected, coming in at $68.3 billion, versus December's positively revised deficit of $67.2 billion, and compared to forecasts calling for a move to $68.7 billion. Exports rose 3.4% month over month, and imports increased 3%. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is continuing his two-day semi-annual congressional testimony today after yesterday he offered a hawkish tone, suggesting rates may need to go higher for longer and the Fed could accelerate in order to curb inflation, which appeared to fuel uncertainty regarding a potentially larger-than-expected rate hike at the next policy meeting slated for March 21st to 22nd. His opening remarks did not differ from yesterday, but the Q&A session in front of the House Financial Services Committee is being closely followed for any other color on the path of monetary policy for the Fed. In other Fed news, the central bank released its Beige Book, an anecdotal read on business activity across the nation used by the central bank to prepare for its next monetary policy decision. 
The report indicated that overall economic activity was relatively unchanged from its last installment. Six of the Fed districts noted modest increases in activity, while six showed no change and one district saw a slight decline, with most areas expecting little change to growth ahead. Consumer spending held steady, though a few districts reported moderate to strong growth in retail sales during what is typically a slow period. Inflation and higher interest rates continued to reduce consumers' discretionary income and keep the housing market subdued. Meanwhile, the report noted that manufacturing activity stabilized following a period of contraction. Treasury rates were mixed, as the yield on the two-year note was up four basis points to 5.05%, the yield on the 10-year note ticked one basis point higher to 3.98%, while the 30-year bond rate decreased one basis point to 3.88%. Treasury yields remain volatile amid the Fed uncertainty, and Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in her latest article titled, How to Prepare for Landing, how a soft landing, with declining inflation but positive growth, would be ideal. However, she points out that turbulence appears likely and offers insight on how to handle it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The only report of note on tomorrow's economic calendar is initial jobless claims for the week ended March 4th, forecasted to show 196,000 first-time unemployment applications will be filed. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe finished mixed in a lackluster trading session as investors digested a second day of congressional testimony from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell after he signaled yesterday that the central bank could get more aggressive with rate hikes and could leave the rates higher for longer than initially anticipated. The Fed, along with the European Central Bank and Bank of England, have aggressively tightened monetary policy to foster volatility in the markets as they work to cool persistent inflation. Economic news in the region was mixed, with German retail sales surprisingly declining for January, while the country's industrial production rebounded by a much larger amount than projected. The euro was little changed versus the U.S. dollar, which jumped late yesterday following Fed Chair Powell's comments and the British pound nudged higher. Bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were lower. Despite the recent choppiness in the markets, equities in the region have had a strong start for 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was 0.1% higher. Germany's DAX index and Italy's FTSE MIB index rose 0.5%, France's CAC 40 index declined 0.2%, Spain's IBEX 35 index advanced 0.6%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index lost 0.4%. Stocks in Asia ended mixed as the markets digested Fed Chair Powell's congressional testimony, 
which he offered what appeared to foster concerns that the central bank may remain more aggressive and leave rates higher for longer. This followed yesterday's decision from the Reserve Bank of Australia to hike its benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points, adding to the myriad global monetary policy tightening that has fueled volatility in the currency and bond markets. Investors continue to wrestle with uncertainty on the ultimate impact of the monetary policy tightening on global financial conditions and the economy. However, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article titled Are You Focused on the Wrong Central Bank? How while investor attention is on the Fed, changes at the Bank of Japan might bring shifts to the economic environment, impacting the global markets. The equity markets have been choppy as geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China continues to be elevated. In economic data, Japan's January preliminary leading indicators unexpectedly dipped. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.5%, with the yen losing ground as the U.S. dollar rallied on Fed Chair Powell's commentary. China's Shanghai Composite Index dipped 0.1%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dropped 2.4%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index traded 0.8% lower, South Korea's Kospi Index fell 1.3%, and India's BSE Sensex 30 Index advanced 0.2% in a return to action following yesterday's holiday break. Similar to the U.S., tomorrow's economic calendar overseas will be light, offering only fourth-quarter GDP from Japan, as well as inflation statistics from China. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, March 8th.